Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's go. Begin with a brief statement from Coach, and then we'll go to questions. If you have a question, please raise your hand. Coach, whenever you're Obviously, that was a fantastic game between two football teams battling. You got to coach Dorn and those guys did a fantastic job. They were well prepared after the break. And, uh, you know, we've got to find a way to regroup. I don't think that we're down and out. We're definitely hurting from this one. And we've got a tough game versus uh, one of our rival teams next Friday back in the dome, back at home, which will be good to get back to. What did he throw for? 300 yards? What was his percentage? 29 out of 39, so a little under 75. A little bit under 75. I think he's doing okay. I don't want to be putting his business out in the street. He's got to go to battle for the rest of this season. So I think just the way he plays is the way he plays. If he plays really well, we'll keep him in. If he doesn't play well, we'll put somebody else in. Two plays were reviewed in the final drive. What information did you seek to clarify? I can't talk about it, Nate. It's going to, it's going to, I can't. I just gotta. I gotta send it in. I gotta send it in, and I'll let you know what they say. But I can't talk about it. I'm sorry. It's not gonna do me any good to talk about it. We we were searching a little bit. There's no doubt about it. I think I think we ended up with a goose egg. Correct? Yeah. I mean, anytime you get something like that in college football, they're doing a really good job, and and we're doing a not so good job. I thought we had better effort, and I thought we made some better decision as coaches in the second half. But, uh, you know, not scoring any points in the first half was really tough to overcome. I thought the defense played extremely well. You know, you got the touchdown, the trick play in the first half for a touchdown. That was a good call by them, obviously. And uh, if we'd have been in zone, it wouldn't have been a play. We were in man-to-man, so they caught us. It happens. It's not a big deal. People play man and zone. You don't know when it's going to happen. So they got, you know, good call by them. And then uh, I just think that uh, getting the turnover in the second half, they did more than enough. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the first Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a platform. So, welcome back. This is the NC State post game, and <laughs> uh, sorry, we we promised. Well, we didn't promise, but we 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 speculated Friday was was a. Um, a possibility, but it didn't happen, so I apologize. It's whatever, right? I mean, yeah. look, I was kind of, I mean, I kind of got in over my head a little bit with that because, um, I don't know, maybe my expectations were a little different. I, mean, I was excited for that game. I was really 
waiting to see. Yeah. It was kind of like my. It was the defining moment, I think. Going, you know, halfway through the season and midpoint to see where we're at. ACC in full swing. And so, you know, we'll get to that. Real uh, real quick, Dungy signed with the Browns practice squad. Yeah. That's, that's some, that. some good news. Um, so, anyway. Uh, it's always good, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome for him. They're struggling in some sense. So, um, wish him luck over there. So we're going to get into everything NC State. But first, as always, we got to talk about my bookie. And we thank them. They've been on board for a while now. And we tell you about them a lot. And regardless whether you've been betting for years after listening to uh, the ads from the show or re- or whether you're, you're new, you know, go ahead, check it out, make sure it's right for you. Now, if you're the kind of guy or gal who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay. Uh, if you like a couple of the big games, uh, maybe some favorites of the week, what you can do is you can um, you can do the parlay, and it'll let you bet on multiple games together, and you can get a bigger payout. You can get a you can you can do pretty good there with the parlays, depending on how much you put down. So if you um, want to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. They do everything, folks. You got pro football in full swing, college football, MLB. You got hockey. You got freaking wrestling. I mean, if you want to bet on reality shows, you can do that too. So, um, you know, that's Joe's thing. That's what he likes to do. And if you really want, if you if you want to support your team, uh, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, here's the deal. Uh, my bookie will double your first deposit. So they, this is probably the longest stint they've run this, uh, doubling the first deposit thing. So might want to hop on that. Use promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Double your cash on your first deposit. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Thanks, my bookie. All right. So, um, well, I will say, you know, uh, was there anything else to talk about before we get into this? Probably not, huh? So no, no. no. Uh, the Orange lose to NC State on the road, sixteen to ten. The all-time series between <coughs> NC State and Syracuse is eleven and two, and the Wolfpack holds that uh, that series right now. The Wolfpack actually, NC State is six and one at home against the Orange. So here's the thing. Here's the deal. The bright side, yep. right? Let's just do like something, something good first. Uh, Andrew Armstrong, he deserves a shout-out. Uh, he was lights out. 14 tackles, an interception, and that interception extends Syracuse turnover streak to 20 games. Um, the defense did their thing, as per usual, I think, and that's the good of it. So, um, And there was, some, there was a little bit of good here and there. A lot of, there was some good towards the end of the game, but it was a little yeah. bit too late, right? So after the bye week, Joe, I just felt like I'd see some improvement with the offense. We know we didn't get some of those, some of those injured players back. Uh, DeVito, he looked good on paper, and he often looks good on paper. 29 for, for 39 for 300 yards, but my eyes tell me a different story. Um, and there's no question uh, why, why Babers left DeVito in late against Holy Cross, in my opinion. I think we talked about that, and, and that's... That's where I stand with that. So, and this isn't a shot yeah. at Devito and I'm, I'm or the offense really, but it's the cohesion with the offense. I guess it doesn't take uh, you know a very analytical mind to figure out what happened. I don't think against NC State. I think Tommy Devito was running scared. He looked confused. I think he was still injured. I think he was trying to protect himself. And the offensive line was shoddy at times. And if you would have told me the first person is 16 <clears throat> points 
was going to win this game in the beginning, I'd have been pretty excited because I, th- I, I would think that we would handle that. And I think yeah. NC State's a mediocre team. I don't think that they're, you know, I think they're a mediocre team. I'm just going to say that. And, and, and you can speculate, well, what's that make us? Well, I mean, I think you kind of, you saw it. So, um, and we could talk about all the ifs and buts in this game with the, with the, with the, um, yeah, with the refereeing well, we and, and, and some of that stuff. And we will. We'll talk about some of that. But no, the that orange, game is this close. Yeah, I know. And the Orange rushed for 41 yards, though, Joe. And 37 attempts. 1.1 yard to carry. And we have some awesome running backs. That is not a running back issue. That is an offensive line issue. And then you want to talk about the penalties. You had um, a kick out of bounds. Uh, Cordy. That was stupid. That was terrible. Uh, some intentional grounding calls. So, I mean, all of this is all just cumulative stuff that that piled on in a close game that we could a missed field goal i mean yeah right joe just too many yeah. too many well, little just, mistakes piled on yeah and that's again i think it just comes down to again expectations uh you have to know what type of team you're looking at and look at what we've basically been doing all year so uh you saw a struggle to score against good defense teams and nc state's the second best defense that we played against yeah, they have and a good we, defense. They do. Right. So, and again, I just feel like, I mean, obviously we're going to get into it with fan feedback and everything like that. But, uh, I mean, this is not Tommy DeVito's fault whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned, like a lot of people, when you look at, if you look at it and say that it was a bad quarterback play, then you're really only looking at the negatives because I know that obviously we didn't win. And maybe some people think the negatives outside the positives, but, uh, a lot of those 10 incompletions that he had were throwing the ball away. And I know he had a couple where it was intentional grounding. And I know that there was times when he took sacks and some bad ones. But again, like at some point you just have to, to know what you have and you kind of just got to call the game to that. I just don't know, like NC state's the top 10 rushing defense. So I think we knew we weren't going to be able to run the ball that well. And we didn't really try to, run the ball that many different ways. A lot of them, they were just Up straight dives yeah. and stuff like that, you know? So um, you got plays like that. And honestly, sometimes, you know, the offensive play calling looks a little puzzling to me. Uh, I hate to be, you know, uh, it was good at the end though, right? Like an armchair quarterback. Well, that's what we're, that's what we do literally. So, yeah. but that's, I mean, some of it was good at the, at the end of like in the fourth quarter, I'd say, I'd say those, those last two drives when we scored on and, and I mean, I thought, yeah. I thought the execution from, from DeVito was good. His production was a little better. I mean, what did they change? I don't know. I mean, you know, I just thought it was, it was the, the pace was picked up Yeah, kind of, you know what I mean? So I'm, that's, that's that kind of stuff. Like, again, it comes down to the run. They, they try to say the run sets up the pass. But if you're not successfully running the ball, you're probably right. not going to successfully right. play action either. So if you have to spread it out and you have to go and just have little quick hitter in, intermediate routes, uh, that was something that I saw in one of the comments, is it seems like it's just short routes or deep routes. you know. And we don't line up four, four wide and try to throw some intermediate ones, slants, stuff like that. So, um, again, there's just little things that I think we're just going to have to change that maybe they didn't want to. You know, Maybe the coaches wanted – to run a certain system and they're trying to, to make it work no matter what. But unless Sam Heckle comes back and kind of shores up this offensive line, which again, that's not even a guarantee because we haven't seen that this year. Yeah. Um, then we, we have to figure yeah. something out. They got to throw somebody else in there or Are they gonna th- would they throw Sam Heckle in now all of a sudden just throw him in at center. I mean, well, I mean our tackles got- to me, our tackles are really struggling. Uh, Carlos Federello, 
on Tom, um, Tommy's blind side, he gets beat quite often. Um, there's a lot of miscommunications or just the wrong, uh, pickups when it comes to picking up the right lineman. And uh, I know that, uh, um, Alexander, he's struggled a little bit this game with some, um, false start type issues and stuff like that. And uh, I know that he struggled a little bit too. So bringing heckle in, move surveys to the blind side and kind of takes away a little bit of it. But I mean, it just shows you kind of how, what we have. I mean, like you said, it, that was the game. That was the game that was, was it going to be four and two and we can write this ship and kind of go on a little run here and beat a majority of the rest of our teams and maybe go eight and four, nine and three, something like that. Or is this a team that we're just hoping to get a bowl game? And I think pretty much just that's, that's where we're at. Game. Yeah. That's where we're at. And, and, and unfortunately that game, you know, again, just little things. We missed that field goal and Evan Off Foster just gets that interception, <laughs> you know, so that we don't give them the, you know, Hoffrichter doesn't kick it out of bounds at the end. You know, all the, I mean, again, too, and I, I, you know me, I hate to blame refs. Basketball, I'm the first one to say, hey, it's not the ref's fault. But you know, the football, end of the game, thing. though. Like that. That's what I mean. It comes down to timely, and it also comes yes. down to how many. Yeah, it comes down to how many. Like two, they only had they two, only had four penalties overall, I believe. That's that's really so, bad. I didn't see that. Two and, defensive pass interferences in the end zone, though. Two. Oh, that they missed. Yeah, that they 100%. missed. Sure, yeah, they missed yeah, yeah. that. They missed running into Tommy DeVito and hitting him in the helmet and knocking him down after the play got called dead. In the yeah, start like that's and the ends again. It doesn't matter. Like yeah, like and that's the one thing. Like I said. Is that ever since, like I was telling you, I feel like ever since we've joined the ACC, every time we play an away game down south like this, it's like, it's not that we get BS calls. It's just that they just seem to miss the home team yeah, calls a little bit sure. here, a little bit, you know, yeah. because, you know, they don't, they don't miss Cam Jordan stepping out of bounds right there. Barely, barely but they miss, but they miss him pretty much clotheslining him in the end zone and they don't call a double penalty. You know, right, it's just right. like, and, and, and even I didn't even get a good shot of him stepping out of bounds. To me, it looked close enough to where you should get a better shot of that somehow. Yeah, some it looked to me, it looked like his foot was in and his knee hit the pylon, and that's why it looked like he was out. I thought, so I don't know, yeah. maybe that maybe that counts him as being out. And they didn't spend much. The body they didn't no. spend enough time on that. They just no. They, and I was like, I was like, okay, well, I guess yeah. that, I, I guess mean, that's I over. Earlier in earlier in the game, there was an obvious hold on Trill Williams where they had, I believe, a receiver came in motion and got a little reverse action play, and he got to the outside and ended up getting a good gain. Um, there was an obvious hold, uh, even going down to the last play of the game uh, when they called false start on us when it was obvious that that guy was offsides um, before any of our guys moved. They even reviewed it, and they still said the game was over. We still it should have been a five-yard penalty on on time down. And again, that's desperation, but still, it came down to little things like that. So again, people just want to look at expectations. But we played against a good NC State defense for the most part, front seven. I don't think we took enough shots down the field um, against that weaker. He didn't have a uh, ton of time. To take, yeah, yeah. Neither did Tosh Harris either. But yeah, um, yeah well, I. I know that, and that's part of the problem. So that's why I say you can't really blame DeVito. When you have a quarterback that is less than 100%, that's running for his life. I told you on uh, on Thursday night that he reminded me of Eli Manning because it's like I've seen Eli Manning for the past three years play for an awful offensive line, mm-hmm. and it's like he's running for his life and trying to save himself, you know, before in whatever you can do. You know, and sometimes you have to make that split decision to second, and sometimes you throw the ball away when you probably should have ran, or vice versa. He, and yeah, there was a couple times he should have ran, and he was just—he was a right. little—he was a little timid. 
Right. And but I considering think considering what he's given, considering what he is given as far as not being 100 percent, the offensive line and their performance and some of the play calling, then you look at his numbers, 29 to 39 for 300 yards and a touchdown. And he and he puts up good. No, he's put up pretty good numbers all year. Yeah. Like when you look and at him then, on paper, look, he, he looks good. Yeah. And yeah. But for but because of the expectations, all you all the fans see are the negative, the intentional grounding and the well, throw, bad. you know. Or the he rushed out of bounds and took a two yard loss instead of throwing the ball away. Like it's rookie you know, stuff it's, though too. It's just right, and it's again, it's it, this is just learning curve stuff. Yeah, and again, absolutely. you're also talking about a, a redshirt sophomore that is kind of worried about not getting banged up but, more. But that doesn't so, mean he doesn't get some of the blame for that offense, off, those offensive woes too. I mean, I understand. No, I he do, doesn't get some of the blame. But based upon the comments and some of the stuff that I saw talking about going to the going tra- to a graduate backup? transfer portal <laughs> and asking yeah. for the backup oh, I saw that. to come yes, in yes, and all this yes, other yes, stuff, yes. like it's just ridiculous. He it's is too not much. the problem. It's too much. You can't you can't yeah. judge yet. You can't judge yeah. a quarterback by that. Yeah. Based upon the fact how, that it's full full year starting. How about um, how about how about um, the fans, the SU fans in North Carolina, dogging on Dino Babers? <sighs> Did you see this uh, during the game, Joe? Were you on Twitter at all during the game? No, no um, I wasn't. John Casillo, John at John Casillo on Twitter. I believe he's with Noon's Magician. Fans at Carter Finley literally yelling at Dino and claiming Schaefer was a better coach. Uh, this is a really hard fan base to defend sometimes. Like no, that's, exactly. That's pathetic, man. That's right. really well, that's why that's I have gross. The conversation yeah. after stuff like this is talking people off the ledge because it's ridiculous. Know, it's so like absurd. it is hard. It is very difficult to defend. Like you can't defend it. You, yeah, it's, it's indefensible. Just, sure, you, you can't. There's no way. There's no way. I that's just, that's no. you know. And here's the thing. What do you think? You think coach enjoys like like that's that's a that's freaking not only is it's disrespectful as hell. And disrespectful, look. it's unnecessary, and it can have yeah. negative consequences. So, I mean, yeah. overall, yeah. if you're a fan, then why are you even doing that? Yeah, why are you even there? You're part of the problem. Yeah, Be absolutely. part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah, and I mean, that does not mean that you have to um, deny reality. And, and the right. reality is is that this offense is a subpar offense, and the other end of that, too, is that, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a couple guys out, and there's a huge learning curve here. I mean, look, look, I want our team to do as well as as anybody. I'd love for them to win every game all the time. But, you know, sometimes you're going to have winning teams. Sometimes you're going to overachieve. Sometimes you're going to underachieve. Sometimes you're going to make bowl games. Sometimes you're going to make NCAA tournaments. At the end of the day, I promise people it is going to be okay. It is just sports. I'm as crazy a fanatic as anybody else, but it's going to be okay. Be part of yeah. the solution, not part I of the problem. I just don't I don't like the disrespectfulness. And I don't like the disrespectfulness with between fans and fans either. Like I sometimes sometimes I get it and it's fine, but right. I just tend to be on the side of I'm just going to freaking ignore this because well first right. of all, first of all, I don't want to I don't want to I don't know. I don't want to be so vocal that I have to get in a back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's worse than a than a social media back and forth? Like, it's awful. Right? No, you don't <laughs> so, need that. Absolutely. So, like, I'm going to give you my opinion. Try to talk you off yeah, the ledge. Yeah. Throw some logic yeah. out there, yeah. and just you know, kind of throw those things out there. Yeah. You know, you can't sit there and be disrespectful and rude to every recruit that picks Arizona over Syracuse, and well, because yeah, other yeah, people yeah, are yeah, watching, yeah. you know, and you can't yeah. sit there and clown on in, on players and coaches every single time a game doesn't go your way. 
or have your, you know, go your expectations because all it does is have a negative effect. Like people see this yeah, and coaches recru- and players and stuff right. like that don't want to deal with this. Yeah, and there's recruits all over social media and they're checking yeah, everything out. And, 100%. and if you don't think that some of that can sway them, then you're, I think you're be mistaken, largely mistaken. I mean, these right. are still kids. And that's my whole thing. Yeah. I don't even understand why. Yeah. A hundred percent. And they're on there and I don't understand why, like me, for instance, it's hard and it was hard enough for me to watch that game, let alone go on Twitter and read about it. So yeah, be right, like yeah. me, okay? If the game's not going your way, don't 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 just, go to Twitter. Yeah, don't throw <laughs> gas on the fire. Yeah, and go and get all negative because that's not going to help the situation. I understand you know? it's frustrating. And here's the, here's something else too with the, with the um the whole Twitter thing. And um, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Anyway. Well, I just don't like it because most of these people wouldn't even say half the stuff if they were, you know, if they had to be in front of, you know, like it's just some people just are looking for clicks. It's clickbait and oh, oh, yes, yes, get yes, people yes, yes, fired yes. up. Yeah, you this know, is they, what, they, want, right. they want you to go get in the back. And That's forth. what I was. You do sometimes. I don't. Who? You do sometimes. Sometimes you take the bait. I never take the bait. Oh, sometimes I, I do take the bait. And, and here's, the, here, here's what I was going to say. It's People are not their true identity. Most of the people that do this are not their true identity. They're not using right. their real name. So, and here's the thing. I don't get into this thing because, first of all, we have a show. We do. Okay? Yeah. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to turn anyone off from, from our... From the show. I want everybody to be involved. I think all opinions are are valid. I mean, oh, yeah. not, not necessarily valid, but I want to hear them all. Right. Yeah, but there's the line when it gets disrespectful. That's when I turn it off. Like that's, yeah. that's my line. And I can understand that part. Yeah. If it's a disagree, if it's a, di- dis- a disagreeing opinion, then I'm cool to, to listen to it and then give my opinion and to have, you know, any type of, you know, stuff like that. We're allowed to have that. But like what you said, when it comes down to being disrespectful, name calling, uh, stuff like that. Trashing and it's the just, coach. I mean, yeah, why would you're you're the talking coach? Now, that's just counterproductive. Uh, and that's just, again, and, and it's sad because you can't, some people, it doesn't matter because some people are sitting at home, bored with nothing to do, pissed that Syracuse is losing. So what am I going to do? Okay, let's start a damn Twitter war. And, and be, I'm just going right. to write this ridiculous stuff. And now for the next two hours, instead of watching this boring game in which your team loses, you can just go back and forth with stupid comments with, Syracuse fans like it's all for people's entertainment and I wish that people didn't really feed the trolls and yeah and to be fair the reason I mostly don't is because I sit behind this microphone and I'm able to just give my opinion and I have to deal with people like people try to troll us sometimes I used to take the bait a lot but dude I don't got the time I don't either I don't either either. so anyway um, that was an unexpected rant and um you know, we love y'all. Just let's keep it respectful. That's yeah. all. I mean, and that's let's all. not that's be ridiculous. Let's not be ridiculous. I was, I was just as frustrated as anybody else. I Absolutely. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was hands and face. I don't want to say tears, but God, the frustration was ridiculous. I know. Yeah. You know, all the way up to the end, though. I mean, and, and to tell you the truth, I mean, I still had faith all the way through, even going into halftime. Well, it's just 13 nothing. They Absolutely. scored some, Felt like 28 nothing. but some some BS trick play we're yeah. going to come out and then you know two touchdowns and I just kept feeling like we were going to come back and then it started to happen I thought so again, that I think, after the half I thought we could we could right the ship I really did and I'm sorry but our defense top notch it's awesome I know that that's not the greatest offense 
out there. But in, in our defense I mean, is we're missing, missing. We're missing people. Yeah, we're missing people. We're missing some stars missing on defense. We're missing a star at least on defense. So in Cisco. Um. So anyway. Yeah. So um, considering that we played like crap, we almost pulled it out. So. Which has got to give you some kind of hope, right? Right. Yeah. So, okay. Hoping that you just get better, but let's yeah. go. All right. So that's it for that, Joe. Right? We good? We want to hear from yep. the fans now or what? Yes, go. Let's go. All right, let's do it. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right. Y'all know what to do. I propose a question at the end of every game on social media, at Cuse Militia on Facebook and Twitter. Thoughts on the game? I put that. You give your thoughts. And uh, we talk about it. We try to pick 10. I could have made a whole show about the thoughts in this game. Um, And a lot of them are really good and a lot of them are really silly. But first, I think what we're going to do here is maybe, if I can find this, we will. We're going to give something away. Finally, I do not have the koozies in hand, Joe. I don't. But what I do have is a confirmation uh, 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 what I do have, give me a second. What I do have is a confirmation of um, delivery. So they're being delivered. What happened Ooh. was, <laughs> what happened was, is I got some orange on it. I got some orange on them. This is a different design. I did two sided koozies this time, so you're welcome. It <sighs> cost extra. <sighs> so I did two sided, two different, two different logos. Not that anybody really cares, but. I um, I put orange on it and I made the koozie orange. Well, they wouldn't print that, so I went to black. They wouldn't print that because there's black on. Anyway, so I had to find this neutral color, and it took a minute. So they're finally getting them to me. So they should be here Monday. So uh, with that said, ba- baptized by fire, seventy five. Gave us a review on iTunes, five stars. Said orange fan living in North Carolina. Another one. These there are so many downloads in North Carolina. It's insane. Yeah. It's a ton of people that listen to North Carolina. Lots of orange it's fans all me. in North Carolina. Are, do you know all these people? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no, it's just me just <laughs> continually downloading, downloading. You, you no, listening just, to yourself? Uh, so I, it says, no, listening to you. I fast forward. Oh, oh, thanks, buddy. I love yeah, listening to your podcast. I live here in North Carolina and keeps me up to date with everything orange. Keep it up, guys. Keep the beer tabs popping. Hope to see yes, you sir. in North Carolina. Oh, hope to see you at the NC State game. And for my 44th birthday at the Duke game. Wow, Joe. So, hey. Hey, Baptized by Fire 75. You get the swag bag. Just email us at cusemilitia at gmail.com. Give me your address. As soon as. You should just deliver it to him at the Duke game. We've talked about the Duke game, bro. I'm going to the BC game. It's in, <laughs> it's in Syracuse. It's going to be a tough one. Duke's not going to be no rollover, t- rollover game either. So, None of them are. I know. That's the point of this I last know. game. I know. I know. I know. So, hey, email us. We'll get that stuff to you. Appreciate very much to all of you who have taken the time to to um, fluff us up with these reviews. We really appreciate them. Uh, keep them coming. If I read it on the air, as always, I'll send you some swag. I got some. Hope some of I got them some. True. I got some cool designed uh, decals, and I got some cool. Uh, koozies, so we appreciate it, guys. We really do. It means a ton to us, too. So, yes. Um, with that said, uh, one more time, one more time. If you did not know, my bookie is going to double your first deposit when you use the promo code chair. If uh, you activate that offer, use promo code chair. 
double your money when you sign up for MyBookie right now. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, no, it you is said time. That in the beginning. I know. Oh, okay. I've been I've been asked to hit it up twice. I didn't. Oh, I've been asked okay. to hit it up twice. I forgot. So <laughs> I'm just a, a, a slave to the to the my bookie. Yeah, uh, of course, to the man. Yeah, you know the uh, <laughs> what do they call them? The puppeteers, um, the marionettes, right? Yeah. So anyway, let's get let's get. I mean, I would love to just pump the beats. I love it. it reminds me of the '90s, right? I found this. This is 90s hip-hop. So, anyway. uh, All right. Let's go to Facebook first. Mark, okay? Mark says... Now, we could probably... I don't know whether to save Mark for last or just do read this one and be done with it, but uh, no, there's plenty. Uh, Mark says, terrible, terrible game all the way around. Undisciplined, 12 penalties, stale play calling, offensive line is atrocious with eight sacks allowed, Uh, below average quarterback play when there is time to throw in the team that is coming apart internally. Very easy to see that you were paying attention to the fiasco on the sideline. Harris, Jackson, Cordy, etc. going to take some top-notch coaching by Dino Babers to salvage this mess. We, what do you think about that, Joe? What do you think about we, – we talked about a lot of this. Eight sacks, that's a ton. Two of those were premature slides. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, kind of. They were. Um, and then um, the 12 penalties, that was horrible. More penalties than points. Uh, that's never good, but yeah. But I think I mean he says terrible, terrible all around. I don't believe it's terrible, terrible all around. Well, the defense was great. <clears throat> yeah, and special teams who we can usually count on. I know they had a couple. Tough. Yeah, but I'm not going to put it on them. I'm not going to put it on their at their feet. Um, realistically, this team has basically a problem with. Um, from what I've seen after six games, we have an offensive line problem. We have some injuries. Yeah. We have a um, little bit of a discipline problem. It, it, but and this was exceptionally. No, nah, but it's not even that. It's like some of the stuff, like even against Holy Cross, some of the targeting stuff, oh, the, you know, yeah, the body slam true, by Trill true. Williams. And then yeah. we do have a lot of false start kind of random pre-snap offensive penalties from a man who probably shouldn't be doing it. Not a, you know, and, and then you can sprinkle in a little bit of, you know, um, of just, I don't know, randomness, uh, play calling. Um, I just don't see any real consistency and maybe that's their goal. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe is they're be trying to confuse so defenses. The, right. But I mean, and it could be that, that they're just confusing their team even more. And again, NC State team with a good front seven. I don't know if we're going to play against another front seven like that for the rest of the year. I mean, maybe a couple other teams might be close. But um, with that front seven and that atmosphere and just – we just it's so tough to play in NC State. And we've never really played good at, at NC State at Carter-Finley. So. Yeah, 6-1 and one yeah. there. Um, look, are there NC, we're 1-6 there. NC State is 6-1 against us on their home field. Um, so one thing I do want to bring up, Taj Harris on sideline, sitting on the bench all by himself. Now, I don't know. We don't know what the deal was. Coach act like he didn't know what he, um, what, <clears throat> what the reporter was talking about when he was asked about it. I'm, Joe, I mean, mm. I don't know. This is never good, but but he was open a couple times. And, yeah. and um and Tommy Tommy doesn't always see the open man. I mean, 
There was a couple times against NC State where he really missed some wide open shots, especially at Todd Harris. It's, <clears throat> it's tough because when you're a receiver and you're running a route, you know you expect to run your route, turn, look back, and hopefully the ball is coming your way. And when it's not, you just get frustrated, and you don't know why it didn't. You don't know what broke down. You don't know the reason. You know all you know is that you were open and you wanted the ball, and it's one of the most frustrating things because I played one wide receiver, was, so right. I, I understand. One was probably a touchdown too. And it was a third right. down play. Right. So, and that's kind of the stuff. Is it, we have the talent? It's getting on the same page, but it's difficult. It's it's as like I said again, as a receiver, all you see is what's your running pass and how open you are, and you just want the quarterback to get it to you, and you don't know why the quarterback didn't or couldn't. So there's just going to be frustration there, and especially in game frustration, sometimes that boils over, and I think that's what you saw. I do think that um, when you saw him on the sideline after Cam Jordan, his guy that came in and took his spot, had made a couple plays. He did good, he was clap- Cam Jordan. He was clapping, and you saw Taj Harris on the sideline kind of clapping kinda. for him. So I think this is just one of those frustrating things. And again, though, this is what I'm talking about. Gotta about have taking, the, gotta have taking the chemistry, advantage, though, take, Joe. But taking advantage of you look at it. So they had their two starting corners starting like coming into like the camp or whatever in the summer have, were injured for this game. And then on top of that, you have your next guy who got hurt right before halftime trying to cover Taj Harris. They had third, fourth, fifth string corners out there. And granted, there was two men, so the safeties were up top. But um, those guys were open, and th- that was your weakness. That's what you should have should have been attacking, and um, not the number six ranked rushing front seven. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, So I, I could go with that. Joe P on Facebook, terrible O-line, terrible QB play, terrible coaching, very disappointing on the offensive side, but the defense was phenomenal. You can only ask them to do so much, though. I enjoy Pat McAfee, McAfee in the booth, though. The That guy is great. Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. Not a great consolation prize for me. I do like Pat McAfee, though. I but. get it. I am a, I'm a huge <laughs> Pat McAfee fan. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been starting to watch his podcast and stuff like that. I do enjoy his calls. but um, And that's another thing, too. I mean, the funny thing about that was that he was all over the punters because he was a punter. So that yeah. was great. Yeah. And um, But on top of that, I mean, you could you could hear even some of the – some of the the players there were, or some of the not players, some of the callers, you know, the commentators, they were talking about when they missed penalties. When Devito got hit, they were like, "Yeah, yeah that should have been a penalty." Yeah, like horrible. that happened in sure. a two lane Houston game, and they even one of the it. past one or two of the pass interferences, the same thing. Yeah, they, they, the penalty. They, these refs were not good. They did give the refs kudos at one point, and I'm like, "Are you guys serious?" Like the refs are doing a really well, great I job. Think, to be perfectly honest with you, I thought the refs were doing good until I mean, like I said, they literally missed three to four our last two drives. They literally missed three to four game changing calls. Um, terrible coaching, Joe from Joe P. What do you think? Mm. It, the play, call, um, the, if you add I mean, the play calling into that and not really reversing things after halftime, I don't know. Again, like I said, it if, not it's good. one of those things where is it the offensive lineman coach? Is it him, or is it just this is this is what we have? This is our personnel, and we just well, have I think to figure I think out that's what it, Joe. Works what do you think? Because it's one of the two. I well, don't know yet. Well, here you go. Here you go. That that well, that brings us to this. This is a perfect um, transition. Um, Jeff G. Senior. Coach, that's my old Pop Warner coach, by the way. Yep. If your old players uh, on Facebook, uh, if your players can't adapt to your system for whatever reason, adapt your system to your players, uh, perfect what works and go with it. And what that just that leads to what you just said about the offensive line, Joe. Yeah. So. Um, well, and that's what's difficult because again, 
you want you want your system. You know, when as a coach, you have a way you want to play. You recruit to that system and those schemes. And at some point, you want to implement that stuff. And something told me that with Dungey and everybody in the last couple three years that he had to change it and tweak it a little bit. And it wasn't maybe exactly what he was trying to do. And in comes Devito, you know, his elite eleven quarterback that he picked out and. Everyone's all high on him, and like I said, I mean, he's his first year. We should be. We should be. We have not even given this guy like a fair shot yet. I don't. I mean, at the let's just wait and see. There hasn't been a ton of progression, but the dude has been. The dude's been beat up, man. He's been sacked like twenty six times this year. uh, Eric Dungey was sacked thirty seven the entire year last year. Yes, and let's just put to put this in perspective. Last year, when Dungey did have when he was playing bad or made bad decisions. They said, put Tommy in. Put Tommy in. And Tommy looked okay with that line. And now all of a sudden, we have a line. Yeah, now it's put now Clayton Tommy's Welch in. been doing some things. And how much have you seen? I'll put this next guy in. Oh, sure. Insert name here. It's the nature tells, of it. Yeah. That tells you that exactly what it is. Yeah. All these people that are calling for Tommy. Oh, put in the next guy. Let's see what he can do. Trust me. Within a quarter, a quarter and a half, you will be calling to put Tommy yeah, right put back Tommy in. Yeah, put Tommy back in. Yeah. Or calling for the next guy. So how how deep do you want to go? But at the end, at the end of the day, we just have to again. What what Coach said, Jeff, Coach Jeff, is <clears throat> as much as you might not want to do it, you're six games in. You see what you have. If this is your personnel and you can't coach this up, then you have to change the way you call plays to make something happen. Because I'll tell you what, right now they're wasting a good season of a defense that could keep them in every single game. And we're three and three. We have six more games to go. So what are we going to do about it? Uh, Zach on Facebook, O-line play was not the best, and sadly, this was one of their better games as far as the amount of times, uh, the amount of time DeVito, and uh, the amount of times DeVito and enough time to throw. We can't, uh, we just can't win with pure pocket passer. DeVito is playing too conservative. The good news is he actually woke up and started being aggressive running the ball when there were wide open lanes, but it was too little too late. They may have sat Taj Harris, but he absolutely did the right thing by speaking up. The frustration was very clear from the wide receiver group and the defense. Hopefully they'll spark a different approach, um, you know, next game basically. So, yeah. Um, that, that was, that was the comment I read in, in, and I thought to myself, well, maybe it is a, maybe it was a good thing that, that they, that Taj Harris showed some emotion on the sideline. I mean, it does make a little bit of sense, but I don't know if that's the place to do it. Well, I mean, sometimes again, (laughs) young, young kids trying to figure out their emotions, you know? So, uh, at the end of the day that shows that he's in it. That he's emotional, that he's about it, like, and that's the one thing. Like, you don't yeah, act well, like that if had, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, he had, so, he had I mean, six it, one time. So, yeah, right. And and to be perfectly honest with you, we have confident receivers. Yeah. So if we have to spread out the ball and get real quick passes, get our receivers in space, and let them do their work, because that's that's what's working right now. And if yeah. we need to do that and actually pass to set up the run. Then that's what we need to do, but we need to try something. Yeah, I be, uh, yeah. Back to what what Coach Jeff said. So just yeah. feed feed the confident receivers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dominic on Facebook, morons. It's not morons. All caps. It's not the QB. You football illiterate schmids. Schmids. Thank God. Schmids. Schmids. Well, well. Hold on, Joe. Hold on before you. No QB. All caps. No QB can play well being harassed all game. Okay, I can 
take I can agree with m- mm. most of that. Fire the coach who was responsible for recruiting the offensive line. So, I mean, so uh, 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 you know, uh, Dominic, I un- I get the the passion here. I agree with it, but it's some of it, Joe. I, I'm going to stand by this. I'm not trying to be whatever, but it, some of it is the QB, and and that is him just having to grow not only in the system but as a player in the yeah. spotlight in the big lights. So some of it is that, but it is the learning curve of a young quarterback, <laughs> red, red shirt or not, yeah. red shirt or not. So and right. um, it you know it, so it's not all the offensive line, and it's not all the QB. So usually the truth is lies somewhere in the middle. I think you could maybe say it's mostly the offensive line. <laughs> I think yeah. that's fair. <laughs> at this point, like I said, at this point, I'm sorry. Like there's not. I don't. I don't know what else to blame it on. Yeah. Uh, at, if not now, when 84. I don't care what anyone else says. The ref. The refs lost this game for cues. That was clearly targeting, targeting, and they had a defensive pass interference that wasn't called all game. We couldn't get them get any rhythm going. Obviously, hometown refs come out pissed and get the next one cues. Yeah, I mean, look, Mike's, Mike's hard on the refs, okay? And that's fine, but a valid point. This game, at the end of the game, like you said, Joe, timely um, or untimely at the wrong time. No well, and no, that's the thing, the no too, calls is you, killed us. You, you look at it, it's like, oh, well, you play like that for three quarters, you're going to lose. But, like, as a Syracuse fan, we knew that we had it, that they had it in them. It's like, when are you going to get your crap together? Yeah. And then finally they start, they score. And they, they kick a field goal, and they score. And then they're like, okay. Like, they're actually making it. And we actually saw there might have been a little light at the end of the tunnel to actually come back and win this game after all this three quarters of nonsense. And then all of a sudden, that's when they miss the calls. So that's what kind of you know, overlies the calls, you know, right. Other than the one hold that I saw the first quarter, I didn't have a problem with any of the calls of the first three quarters. Then it got I to the point where fair. we were in the game and we had a chance to win. Now you're overanalyzing everything. And again, there were some bad calls there that would have kept well, stuff fans going. Fans emotions are high in, in, in sometimes you see things that aren't there when you're a fan, but I don't think we did. In that Mm-mm. fourth quarter, right? So a lot of times in no, games like that, stuff you, the commentators saw exactly. I mean, and I, I still can't believe that they reviewed that last play and actually called it that. It, so. it, I know, but but you can't review that play and call a penalty though. Either there was already a penalty. So can you call? So could you review that play and call a rough in the passer penalty? No, I'm not saying that. I'm uh, talking about the last one where they called the a false start. false start, but yeah. he was offsides first. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, so, and they reviewed it. You're right, you're right, yeah. And there's there's clear video of that. If you go to, I think it's Brent Axe's timeline, um, there was a there was someone who, um, a Twitter user that had posted a video, and you can see it. Um, yeah. So, at DFIN01, DeVito, not a, five, not a power five QV. Offensively, a little better in the second half. Play calling has been terrible, but I, I attribute that to the fact that they can't open the playbook to a QB that they don't trust, trust panics, and a bad O-line. So, DeVito, I think, I would have to disagree with. Most quarterbacks panic on that. Yeah, well, some of the panic and some of the timidness was because I think he's hurt. He was playing injured. He was trying to soldier through this, and it was probably still the best shot that we had. So, yeah. um, I, I, I don't, I don't know if it hurt us as much as 
I don't think it hurt us as much as maybe him not playing, I guess is what I'm I just saying. don't, <clears throat> I guess I just, like I said, like that, like not a power five, like that's just ridiculous. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous a, to I even say, stretch. I mean, and that's but the these, whole thing. These, when you, these comments are right after the game. So. Right, right, right. And, and again, that. when you yeah. look at it, it's like they look at his, what do you have? 10 incompletions. How many of those were thrown away? Probably at least five of them. Right. So how many leg- legitimate actual drop slash just crap balls did he throw? It's Around not like five. He didn't throw an interception. He wasn't turning the ball the over. He didn't fumble. He didn't. No. Th- and yeah. even then there was a couple that he threw a little bit too far out of bounds because it was close on like a route or something. Like there wasn't a yeah, lot of drops was, and there wasn't a lot of just thrown. One on, too on far in the end zone. In the, yeah. In the, in the, uh, in the ground yeah. or anything like that? No. Nah. I mean, so I could see that, but his accuracy is there, and you know he's a little banged up. At Q's, he doesn't have time. At Q's Waterboy on Twitter, how does Tommy not have the awareness to throw it away numerous times to avoid the sack? Hasselbeck put it the best at the end of the game. Underperformed and underachieved, at least at Pat, Pat McAfee's show, was pure gold as expected. Koozie. <laughs> so, listen, <laughs> listen. Um... Um, under underperformed and underachieved, as Hasselbeck put it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Well, even he, I mean, I I had the, I even had the thought process in my mind, like when they were talking about the, the commentators were talking about the game as it was going on. I almost felt like the commentators kind of thought Syracuse is the better team coming in, and it just kind of sounded like that a little bit, almost like they were kind of surprised that they were playing the way that they were. Um. Yeah, and yeah. especially out of a buy, I can see that. So that's again, that's just, kind of the thing. Change, that's it kind of, changes expectations, like I said. The, how does Tommy not have the awareness to throw the ball away numerous times? I mean, right. His decision making between throwing it away and running or sliding or going out of bounds was confusing to me. I think he was just flustered. I think he was trying to do what was best, and he was also trying not to get hit. I think that's what that comes down to. I think, yeah, he was trying to compartmentalize so many things. Yes. Do I throw it away? Do I slide? Do I run? Oh, my God, here comes a hit. Like, (laughs) you know, there's so many things going on. And meanwhile, he's only getting three seconds, if that, to make that decision. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, At plant underscore Brandon, F these refs, F this O-line, F everything. Okay. Okay. At Tony Staffieri, orange orange is the new three and out. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, ouch. ouch. That was, that was the, the first quarter for sure. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. Uh, at Congressman Cuse, tough to win when the QB play, is playing scared and uncomfortable. Can't expect the D to put up enough points to win and hold the other team to a minimum score. Yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of it. I mean, the defense yeah. did their thing, and they can't, they can't prevent people from scoring and score all the time. Although, if they had... It would have been nice because we'd have brought. No, yeah, we needed. <laughs> like I said, if we would have made that field goal and Evan Foster gets that interception in the end zone, then yeah, that's, that's it. A tie game. Yeah, yeah. it's thirteen thirteen in the fourth quarter. Maybe we only need a field goal at the end. So yeah, well, you added um, up. Yeah, you added up at the end of the game though, and we're good to go. Yeah, well, and again, it just comes down to you know you need to score more than ten points to win, especially you know that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely the bottom line. Yeah, but well, that's why again, I said if you would have told me the first person, the first team to sixteen wins. Uh, you know, I'd have been like, but, oh, wow. you know, what, though, but a terrible team loses that game 40 nothing. And that's what made me so confident. Kind of. I was just I knew that 
I knew that we weren't as bad as what the first half showed. And, sure. you know, it was only 13 nothing after that BS trick play. Right. And you got the fans and the sideline, all the whole NC State team. They they were acting like they were up 30 nothing. Hey, 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 kudos to the NC State crowd, bro. They were. Oh, dude, good. yeah, they brought it 100 percent. They but were good. I'm just saying they were acting like they were up 30 nothing. Don't they get me were, wrong. You yeah, dominated yeah, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, half, yeah. but it was 13 nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two big plays, you know, so. Can you tell they said that was one of the now? things I just I kind of wish that they that we deferred. Oh, always defer. Always. I've played enough Madden to know you always <laughs> defer. OK, you could. You, it's like <laughs> it's definitely disheartening on the road to go grab the ball and get the ball first and. Then you Go get three, help, and three, three and out and That's punt. You're like, well, there goes that. Thanks. Yeah. Like, and, and, or get an interception and go three and out. That's just as right. bad, in my opinion. Um, yeah. At K. Waniak, I have no idea. <laughs> health is a major factor in our record and season progress thus far. It's undeniable that we are very fortunate with our team health and season uh, health last season. Guys, were guys we are counting on this season. Williams, Heckle, Cisco, Melifano have been out, and it has cost us dearly. Yeah, well, we haven't. We mentioned this last episode. We haven't seen uh, seen this team at a hundred percent yet. So, uh, I just don't. I don't agree with that. Our defense hasn't lost us the games. Most of our starters are defenders. So unless Sam Heckle is the piece. Well, Heckle, yeah. I mean, I guess he got the unless one the, guy. Unless the Heckle is the piece that makes the offensive line go. I doubt it. Then I doubt it. Right, Joe. I mean, how much I mean, is he that big of a star? I'm not saying he's not. I'm, I mean, I'm saying I mean, what did we see? He got hurt at Liberty, right? So I mean, we didn't even get. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And McKin- McKinley Williams hasn't played at all. That's my whole thing. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that I could go as far as saying that that's the reason why. Yeah. Okay. I'd say it might Fair help, enough. but it's not. I don't know. Oh, it can it's, always help. Sure. Uh, at Salty Warrior, last one. It appears to be a transition season for Q's. Personally, I adjust my ex- I adjusted my expectations. Not that frustrated anymore after a loss. Hopefully, we learn and get better this season. Going to going into next couple of years with Tommy as the man. Go Q's. So I'll end with that. And that's kind yeah. of like this should be everyone's takeaway. I think for this season. And let's hope for a bowl game. And let's hope for the best, and let's root our team on every game. Let's try not to right. trash them. Although, mm-hmm. you know, I understand it's tough not to mouth off. I get it. I do it, too. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things I say uh, off the air <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, but I don't put it out there. I try not to put yeah. those things out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's lessons. There's You learn lessons, and, and you learn things every single loss when you're a young player. I think that Babers is – He's he's building his depth, and I know we might be losing a couple. We lost a couple good players last year. We're going to lose a couple good players this year, uh, but our depth every year is growing and getting better. And every single loss, every single game, every win, every play, people are learning. And again, you know, losses you you learn stuff, and, and these kids are growing, experience like that kind of stuff is what you know makes you look to the future and, and hope that it's, it's promising. But again, people don't want to look at the future. They want to look at now and they want to have a great because year. Because the expectations year. that were set by themselves, right. by maybe Let's by us, put it this way. by There's media. three, three, four and eight teams. Then we had a, a team last year where everything went their way. Last year, we won games a like lot of Thursday night. Yeah. Last year, we won games like Thursday night because oh, yeah. we didn't kick it out of bounds. We got those calls. We did get another interception maybe for a touchdown, you know, those things happened. Yeah. You know, Schmidt didn't miss field goals. Like, so yeah, yeah. it's tough. 
Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be ready for pit. We are going to do the pit uh, preview normal. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel at uh, Wednesday evening. And we are going to put out, not a bonus episode, but we're just going to do a little quick uh, basketball episode that will follow before that. At some point, it'll drop. So be on the lookout for that. I want to thank everybody who participated in fan feedback. Thank you for your reviews on iTunes. Keep those coming. Five-star reviews and uh, five-star rating in, in written reviews. Get read right on the air. You get sent stuff. So you keep, I mean, free st- it's free stuff, guys. It's free stuff. Come on, man. It's keep free. us, keep us. And if you don't like the show, just don't do it. But if you want free stuff and you want to be part of keeping us the number one rated, the best rated Syracuse sports podcast on iTunes out of anybody, then please do it. The big names are creeping up. The Syracuse.com is creeping up. So uh, we appreciate oh, yeah. all of those. Big time. Big Tyler. time. Big time. Um, yeah. Tyler's creeping up. Yeah. Come on. You can't let, come on. We can't let Tyler take the lead on sure it, guys. <laughs> So anyway, we appreciate it's about you. The only one Thanks. I wouldn't care. It's the only one I would be okay with. Put it that way. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you to my bookie. Thank you to all of you for listening. Thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.